paranormally speaking, what is so special about Mount Shasta? Native Americans believe in the mountain's sanctity. They think of it as being the center of the universe. Legend has it that some believe it to be the most, one of the most sacred sites and is the home of the Creator. The mountain flanks the territories of various American Indian tribes. Now, what's the story? Mount Shasta is an ice-topped volcano that draws outdoor adventurers and spiritual seekers. Various legends say it's home to a sacred spring, beings who have transcended to the physical plane, or a crystal city full of ancient foes of Atlantis. Certainly goes without saying that California's Mount Shasta has been the subject of an unusually large number of myths and legends. In particular, it is often said there is a secret city beneath its peaks. In some stories, the city is no longer inhabited, while in others it is inhabited by a technologically advanced society of human beings or, well, mythical creatures. I'm Neil Parks. Your host for Paranormally Speaking. In this week's episode, I will be discussing the mysteries, the legends, the myths, and the paranormal surrounding California's Mount Shasta. The lizard people, mysterious disappearances, UFO sightings, cities hidden beneath the peak of the mountain, giant holes appearing in the side of the mountain that could have been dug out by giants. Really hard to tell. But that and so much more this week I will be discussing on this episode of Paranormally Speaking. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I will make it worth your while. And please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. It's now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. And welcome back after that. Well, I don't want to say it was a much-needed commercial break. Was it really? Did we really need that? Anyway, we're discussing Mount Shasta today. That, of course, is in California. If you don't know your geography, Bigfoot, UFOs, and Astral Gateways, a paranormal guide to Mount Shasta. This snow-capped volcano in Northern California is widely regarded as the root chakra of the world. For years, people have reported strange paranormal phenomena at and around Mount Shasta. According to esoteric rumors, the mountain is the root chakra of the world. One of the seven chakras that are spread across the continents. This article, or what I'm sharing with you, will cover some popular stories from Mount Shasta and provide some guidance as to how you, the listener, can experience this supernatural hotspot for yourself. I would recommend going there someday. The place of interest being Mount Shasta. It is in Siskiyou County, California. Elevation of 14,179 feet, and it is classified as a volcano. Potentially active volcano. The esoteric significance of Mount Shasta across a variety of cultures. There are ancient legends surrounding Mount Shasta. In addition to old legends... Reddit is full of testimonies confirming the presence of strange phenomena. Internet users have reported everything from Bigfoot encounters to ghost infestations to UFO sightings. Some of the Native American legends 
being that the Native Americans believe that the mountain is the sacred center of the universe, with some tribes believing that it is the home of the Creator. I mentioned that earlier. The Wintu tribe, for whom Shasta is especially sacred, performs their annual rituals on the mountain, believing the mountain springs to be the origin of their people. Every August, the Wintu tribe conducts ceremonies at particular hot spots on Mount Shasta. Only guests who were personally invited by the tribe's people are permitted to attend this festival. Theosophical Legends. The Theosophical Society has long touted the existence of so-called Ascended Masters. These are spiritual beings who, through multiple cycles of birth and death on Earth, have achieved a level of transcendence that allows them to travel through space and time without the limitations of the material laws. They supposedly live in certain parts of the world where the forces of spiritual energy are the strongest. In the 1930s, Guy Ballard was hiking around Mount Shasta and claimed to have run into an ascended master who took him on an enlightened journey. Ballard later built an entire monument around his experience, which at its peak commanded over a million adherents. Though the movement of is obscure today, it is still going through in Mount Shasta in that area. The legend of Telos, according to the findings of a number of esoteric institutions, such as the Theosophical and Anthrophosphysical Society, the islands of Atlantis and Lumira really did exist many thousands of years ago. The knowledge was derived from mediums who claimed to have learned it by assessing the Akashic Records, a record on astral planes with information about all reality. This story goes that Atlantis and Lumira were destroyed. How they were destroyed is a matter of debate, but theories stretch from the Great Flood to thermonuclear war. Either way, the legend goes that the Lumirans fled their islands in the Pacific and took refuge in Mount Shasta. They built a crystal city deep in the core of the mountain called Telos, where they have resided for millennia. Over the years, residents of Mount Shasta have allegedly witnessed Lumirans walking around, and they are described as being over seven feet tall and dressed in white robes. They use gold as their currency, and are supposedly responsible for summoning the saucer-shaped lenticular clouds that are known to hover around the peak of the mountain. These clouds may be responsible for shrouding alien cargo ships that dock at Mount Shasta. Visiting Mount Shasta, according to sources at the touring company Shasta Vortex Adventures, Mount Shasta is a hotbed of spiritual activity. It doesn't matter where on the mountain visitors find themselves, the energy of the place is clearly habitable. One local man who owns a tea shop in town likens walking through the forest that lines the slopes of the mountain to walking through a cathedral. The touring company takes guests on a variety of trips through the mountain. Activities include guiding meditations, visit and vision quests, and hiking driving tours. 
The company's founder, Ashlyn, states that visitors come from all over the world and not a few of them are called to visit the mountain Shasta specifically. They come for a variety of purposes such as healing, spiritual growth, inner knowledge, and paranormal investigation. One fact is that Mount Shasta pulls approximately 26,000 visitors each year. Open-minded visitors who feel the calling of this mysterious mountain should book their tour with a certified guide and experience the magic of this mountain firsthand. All of the guides are trained in basic first aid, which could come in handy as the mountain can be treacherous in some places. Depending on the season, visitors will need to bring their own snowshoes and winter gear. Fantastic. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. That's terrific. Mentioned earlier, large holes appearing on Mount Shasta. A mysterious hole. The theory behind it tells a different story, of course. Elijah Sullivan has spent the last six years trying to solve a mystery. About ten years ago, well, at this point, fourteen years ago, a sixty-foot-deep hole appeared on the side of Mount Shasta. California's highest active volcano. It seemed to have been dug by hand at night, using a makeshift pulley system to remove the dirt. The only clues the diggers left behind were a ladder, some buckets, and plastic water bottles. Sullivan grew up in Mount Shasta, a former logging town that lies at the base of the mountain. Most people know him as the guy from the video store, says Sullivan who works at an independent movie store in the city, but he's even better known for his quest to solve the mystery of the giant hole for a documentary film he's making called The Hole Story, as in H-O-L-E, good play on words. Sullivan says he's been tracking three main theories about what someone was looking for at the bottom of this hole, and each theory tells a different story about the region's history. All the different competing theories mirrored everybody's different beliefs around here, Sullivan says. For example, belief in the legend of Lemuria, the lost continent of Lemuria. Some people in Mount Shasta believe that a lost continent called Lemuria is hidden beneath the mountain, along with its capital, crystalline city, Talos. The name Lemuria originated with a 19th century English zoologist who believed that lemurs had used the lost continent as a land barge to migrate from India to Madagascar. While some people 
think Lemuria exists only in the mind. Others say they've seen tall robed Lemurians shopping in town or traveling in and out of the mountain in cloud shaped UFOs. So when Sullivan heard about the giant hole, his first thought was that the diggers were trying to get to the underground world. You'll hear a lot of people talking about Lemuria, maybe even asking for directions, says Sullivan. People make pilgrimages here. It's like a New Age Mecca. In 1987, an event called the Harmoniac Convergence marked Mount Shasta as a destination for New Age spirituality. It was a huge production. One news report from the time called The Gathering a Spiritual Woodstock. But Mount Shasta has a spiritual reputation that long predates the New Age, mo New Age movement, a sacred mountain for Native Americans, a part of its history. The mountain is sacred to the Winnemem Wintu tribe, which is indigenous to the McLeod River area of Northern California. We heard about the whole, says the tribe's leader, Kalen Sisk, who worries that spiritual and recreational visitors are harming Mount Shasta. We came out of that mountain. We were obligated to be the watchers of the mountain. That's why Sullivan's second theory about why someone dug a giant hole on Mount Shasta is that they were looking for Native American artifacts. There's a pretty long history of Native American artifact looting here, says Sullivan. It makes sense because so many tribes have been here or oh, over so many centuries. Digging for artifacts like arrowheads or human remains without a permit is a serious crime. First-time offenders can be fined up to $20,000 and imprisoned for up to a year. The penalty is five times worse for second-time offenders. A few years ago, he went on to say, there was a big looting investigation just across the border in Oregon's Klamath County. I called two Oregon State Police officers who have worked on looting cases, says Sullivan. They said, oh yeah, that looks like looters. Sullivan said that the officers told him that looters often work at night and remove the dirt and sometimes leave supplies behind. But the Forest Service disagrees with Sullivan's sources. They said that there aren't many Native American artifacts on the mountain because it's a sacred site. So tools and ceremonial items would have just been packed out. Sullivan said that officers told him that looters that often did their work at night, which is what the diggers were doing on Mount Shasta, Forest Service, Service disagreed with, and they have their own theory about the, what the diggers were looking for. Does it just come down to gold? Somebody was doing some type of mining, says Carolyn Knapper, the district ranger for the Shasta McLeod Management Unit of Shasta Trinity National Forest. She says the diggers were looking for gold and that someone was eventually prosecuted for digging the hole. It wouldn't be totally unprecedented. There is a history of gold rush era mining in the area, but Knapper says it isn't likely that there's any gold where the hole was due to the volcanic geology of that part of the mountain. It's somewhat far-fetched that it would be a mining claim in this area, but probably stranger things have happened, says Napper. It's the beauty of Mount Shasta. No matter what the diggers were looking for, 
Underground world, Native American artifacts, or gold, Sullivan isn't ready to let go of the mystery, which is why he created the documentary to begin with. There are always going to be questions. Are any of these people telling the truth, says Sullivan, who sees the whole as kind of a Horseshack test for people in Mount Shasta. It's a perfect blank slate for people to project, he says. Every conceivable thing that a person would look for is at the bottom of that hole to somebody. Sullivan is still working on his documentary about the hole, but he likes the idea of it ending mysteriously. I don't know if any one answer could live up to the whole mystery of it, says Sullivan. Answers are disappointing, aren't they? Computer, execute 12.4p operation. Optimizing algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha. Night, night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here? I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to Geico. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Unparalleled insider access. Get it all. Introducing the SiriusXM Platinum VIP plan. Our newest, most exclusive plan. Listen in two cars, plus stream anywhere with two app logins. Access a massive, exclusive library of live concert video and audio recordings through nugs.net. Have opportunities to experience live and virtual SiriusXM events, including VIP-only exclusives. Get all your questions answered by a dedicated VIP customer care team. Plus, get all the entertainment we've got. It's all included with your Platinum VIP subscription. Be a VIP. Call 844-711-8800 to learn more. Offer detail supply. One login for activated vehicle. Not available in Canada. Leaping lizards. Tales of lizard people and strange conspiracy theories revolving around subterranean creatures that are lizard-human-hybrid-alien shapeshifters. The stories change through every decade, through every person who's telling it, through every sci-fi author who's drafting a story around it. A shred of truth could come from Fort Moore Hill. Like most conspiracy theories, this story has a footing and a definable fact, or at least an other local legends based on reasonable shreds of truth. It also has a basis in the myth of Los Angeles itself as the land of get-rich-quick schemes. Fantasies of L.A.'s time as a remote Spanish and Mexican outpost flourished in the late 19th and early 20th centuries as city boosters played up a romanticized version of the city. These boosters took great liberties in describing the city and in telling its history and their attempts to sell Los Angeles to the rest of the country. In this heady atmosphere, it is not surprising that stories of hidden Spanish gold and lost riches buried in the hills grew popular. Fort Moore Hill, easily accessible and heavily populated, became ground zero for these legends. Persistent rumors and of a treasure buried in the Protestant cemetery beneath the headstone of old man Wilson and his wife. It led to their grave being desecrated repeatedly in 1891. A man named J.S. Burner 
watched three Spanish men digging in the cemetery until midnight, looking for treasure supposedly hidden by American soldiers. Schofeld's lizard people were not the humanoid reptilian aliens popularized by conspiracy theorists like David Icke. Rather, they were a race of exceptional human beings who worshipped the lizard as a symbol of long life and laid out their underground labyrinth in the shape of their favorite reptile. This is what gives us the legend of the California lizard men. In 1902, an elderly woman allegedly drew a map leading to treasure she claimed had been buried in Fort Moore Hill decades earlier. After her death, a friend entrusted with the map hired a man with a dining rod to find the treasure. A group of volunteers dug all night by candlelight at a spot near the Protestant cemetery fence, finally stopping when they hit an abandoned drain. By the time Schulfeldt came along, Depression-era Los Angeles had been primed for half a century to believe that there was more to be discovered under Fort Moore Hill. Originally from Ohio, Schulfeldt had managed mining sites for the Kingman Merger Mines companies in Arizona. He was also the inventor of a radio gold-finding machine, which the Los Angeles Times derivesly called a doodle bug in 1934. It also appears to have been much like a dowsing rod, a dubious instrument loved by conspiracy theorists everywhere. One reporter described the machine as a cylindrical glass case inside which a plummet attached to a copper wire held by the engineer sways continually, pointing towards minerals or tunnels below the surface of the ground was also believed to be some sort of an ancient communicator between subterranean reptilian shape-shifting aliens. In 1933, Schulfeldt made Fort Moore Hill newsworthy once more. He claimed to possess an ancient sheepskin map which showed the way to treasure located under the old run-down hill, now slowly being dismantled in the name of Progress. He conceived the county board and convinced them of the supervisors to let him dig for the treasure, and the two parties agreed they would split anything that they had uncovered, the riches being 50-50. By March 3, 1933, a 22-foot shaft had been sunk into the backyard of the once Grand Mills Mansion, which had recently been condemned by the city and stood almost directly over the Broadway Tunnel. With all the romantic markings of treasure maps, crosses, mysterious symbols, and figures, the Los Angeles Times reported on the 5th of March, 1933, the ancient scroll was consulted from time to time as the workmen bored into the sidewall of the shaft. On March 9th, Sheffelt's machine was finally lowered into the shaft. Despite all the excitement, nothing was ever found. A few months later, Schulfeldt reemerged. This time, he presented a more elaborate backstory along with a hand-drawn map that still exists to this day. His claims were covered in detail by the Los Angeles Times on January 29, 1934. It is important to note that without the article, the legend of the lizard people 
of Los Angeles would almost certainly not exist. In the lengthy feature, Schulfeld claimed his X-ray radio had led him to hither and yawn from the Central Library downtown to the Southwest Museum at the base of Mount Washington. I knew I was over a pattern of tunnels, he told the Times in 1934, and I had mapped out the course of the tunnels, the position of large rooms scattered along the tunnel route, as well as the positions of deposits of gold, but I couldn't understand the meaning of all of it. My radio x-ray pictures of tunnels and rooms, which are subsurface voids and gold pictures with perfect corners, sides and ends are scientific proof of their existence. However, the legendary story must remain speculative until unearthed by an actual excavation sometime down the future. The legend continues. Over the decades, as the legend of the lizard people was popularized by conspiracy theory sites and conflated with Ike's alien reptoids, Fort Moorhill shrunk as it was hacked away bodies from the Protestant cemetery, which the city claimed to be to have been moved, were discovered, but no golden tablets were ever found. But the legend of the lizard people lives on. If you were an LA native, tour guide, historian, or even an Uber driver, you've no doubt been asked about it time and time again. People from Los Angeles can't get enough of Schulfeld's old and odd fiction and its promises of gold riches and infinite knowledge from a supreme alien race of reptoid shapeshifters. What can you say about L.A., Hempstead says. We love cults and conspiracy theories and astrology and any kind of weirdo fringe belief. Once you get the reputation for being a city of weirdos, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Well, I hope everyone's enjoying this show. I'm learning a lot myself as I go along. For example, the mystery of the mystical lost city of Mount Shasta. Since time unremembered throughout history and cultures, there have always been tales of mystical, magical places lying lost out over the horizon. We have a species seem to innately love such lore. That idea of some lost civilization or wondrous city hidden away from us beyond the fringes of what we know and such stories appear in the legends of cultures across geographical divides. The idea that some wondrous place could be hiding out past the periphery of what we know has drawn in explorers and adventurers for centuries and has inspired the imagination. One such story is that which has persisted for quite some time in the fantastical city hidden away within the wilds of California's Mount Shasta, which is said to be populated by a race of mysterious magical beings with fantastical machines. There can be no doubt that Mount Shasta casts a rather startling, formidable presence for those who first lay eyes upon it, lying within the southern end of the Cascade Range in Sisicu County, California, 
Mount Shasta is now a dormant volcano which soars 14,179 feet over the surrounding forested valley, making it the second highest peak of the Cascade Range and the fifth highest mountain in all of California. Since Mount Shasta is not connected to any other surrounding nearby mountains, it stands alone, bursting abruptly and steeply from the ground like some mystical solitary giant to loom over the majestic valleys of green around it and completely dormant the landscape of the Northern California. It is said that the massive, rather intimidating Lone Mountain can be seen from up to 140 miles away, as clear as day, making it a striking natural monolith which has captured the admiration and imagination of mankind for centuries. There might be no surprise that the mountain has attracted to all manner of legend and strange stories with the natives in the area weaving all manner of myths and magic about it. And one of the strange stories that has surrounded the peak is the idea that it houses a mysterious ancient civilization of mystical refugees from a sunken lost continent. That being the Lemurians. The theory of the Lemurians living in Mount Shasta has a history almost as odd as the purported beings themselves. The whole tale can be probably best traced to its beginnings back in the book called A Dweller on Two Planets, which was written by Frederick S. Oliver in 1899. Oliver mentions and goes even as far as to claim that he had been taken astrally to the city itself and had seen it with his own eyes, describing it as being deep within the mountain and compromised of vast warrens of illuminated tunnels and secret automatic doors, elegant architecture and apartments plated with gold and carpeted with a luxurious fleecy substance. Although Oliver died in 1899 at the age of 33, his bizarre book was finally published in 1905 by his mother, Mary Elizabeth Manley Oliver. At the time of the publication of Oliver's book became an instant occult classic and an openly acknowledged source for many New Age belief systems, sects, and cults. It would also even spawn a sequel entitled An Earth Dweller's Return, but it would certainly not be the last literary mention of the strange lost city of the Lemurians on Mount Shasta. In fact, in 1931, Harvey Spencer Lewis using the pseudoscientific wizard Spinel Curve, also wrote a book on the phenomenon which further launched the popularity of the idea of lost cities and societies lurking within the depths of this mountain range. From the accounts of strange race, of powerful beings, of their magnificent, highly sophisticated city of Talos, which all really took off. The locals have also said that the Lemurians were known to come down from their secretive mountain realms into the town from time to time. They were towering, odd-looking folk, clad in their white robes and barefoot, who would buy huge amounts of sulfur, salt, and lard, which they would always pay for in gold nuggets that far exceeded the value of the merchandise itself. 
When Lancer made known his intentions to go up to the mountain and find these Lemurians, the source of the light he had seen, Lancer laminated that the local officials and ranchers freely ridiculed his avowed trek into the sacred precincts, assuring that the entrance was as difficult and forbidden as the entrance into Tibet. His hopes of ever finding the city dashed. Lancer seemingly gave up on his quest and is unknown to what exactly became of him, whether he finally found it or if he merely faded away into obscurity. The Lumerians were also claimed to be able to influence their environment and to exhibit extraordinary architectural know-how. A 1962 edition of the Australian Flying Saucer Review mentions the article by Andrew Thomas, the curious case of the forest fire in 1931, which ravaged much of the mountain yet was kept from advancing by an appearance of a mysterious fog which halted the blaze in its tracks. In the aftermath of the fire, it was reported and discovered that there it was a perfectly clear and curved uh, zone remaining between the charred earth and damaged areas. It was said by locals that the work of the Lumerians protecting their domain through some unknown technological wizardry. We may never know the truth in this, but we can always hope that we can continue to get more stories from this phenomenon where the Lumerians dwell within Mount Shasta. Interdimensional beings, could they be aliens, survivors from a lost continent? A bunch of hippies cramped out in the wilderness. Nothing at all. Is there any truth whatsoever to these accounts? Who knows, but what we do know is that Mount Shasta has long been surrounded by myth and legend and an imposing majestic peak that commands attention and draws strange tales to it. Reptilian beings that live within this mountain, mythical giant creatures, a mass amount of Bigfoot sightings on the mountain range, giants digging out holes on the side of the mountain, UFO sightings. Strange tales are drawn to this. Perhaps it's all just rumors and myth, but it is not hard to imagine that this place dwells in some hazy realm between one realm and the next. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I had a great time with this one. I learned a lot myself as I was researching everything before presenting it. Everything I read about and people that I spoke with who were from the area or who currently still live there. A lot of really interesting stuff goes on in California anyway. But Mount Shasta is definitely top tier for me. I plan to go there someday and experience it for myself. And if I go there and you never hear from me again, could be because I discovered the hidden city within. You never know. Have a great rest of the week. An awesome weekend. Thank you so much for listening and for returning to another episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm Neil Parks. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself.